Hey, Marshall, I just checked out this new movie. I think it's going to be perfect for Horrible Horror Podcast. It takes place in Transylvania. Oh, okay, so it's got to be like a vampire movie, right? No. Oh. Well, but it has a pretty sweet, like, punk rock 80s club scene in it, too. Oh, you, know? you mean like, like some action movies from the 80s or something, like Terminator? No. Oh. And and it like leather gir- girls in leather with their titties hanging out and like menage a trois threesomes. Oh, so it's a porn? No. Well, then what the fuck did you watch? I watched Howling Two. Your sister's a werewolf. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, is my buddy, my co-host, my best friend, Mr. Aaron Southworth. How the fuck you doing, Marshall oh, Hampton? That was nice. Yeah, that was I'm, a nice one. I'm stealing that one from Nacho's McWerewolf. He does that a lot with his uh, intro on the podcast. Uh, Here comes the Spooky podcast. Check him out. The Duke's a spook. Cincinnati Jeff and uh, Nacho's. They're great. Uh, so yeah, we um, damn, we're we're got a. A werewolf a, movie. A werewolf movie. This was a listener suggested nice. movie. Nice. Okay. Um, from I believe Moon Goon Chris, uh, I believe. Um, for those listening, no, it's not Chris Samples. There's lots of Chris's out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I'm kind of excited about doing this one. This is actually going to be an Aaron episode this week, though. But uh, so I think it's going to be. A, you should still be excited, motherfucker. Still be excited. <laughs> but uh, before we get that, we have some, you know, basic housekeeping stuff. So, um, you know what time it is. It's time for our corporate shell-out moment. Here comes the money. Here we go. Who to- topical. Here comes <laughs> the money. Yes. Money, money, money. It is topical since you just topical. got fired. <laughs> Quote-unquote fired yeah. from the WWE. I believe it is about as much as I believe. I don't you know, know. This one seems leprechauns. pretty legit. Well, um, I think they just sent him home without, you know, just sent him to his room without dinner. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'll be back. He'll be back. You know, um, <laughs> he just got he got his hand slapped. He had his hand in the cookie jar too long. Get out of there. No, Dad, go home. That's it. That's all that happened. All right. So That's um, the way I look at it anyway. We are partnered and partnered up with uh, Manscaped, Manscaped, as you guys should know by now. Um, the uh, it's going good, going yeah. really well. But yeah. anyway, we're here with Manscaped, and honestly, I think right now I want to talk to the ladies out there, Ooh. which means about ninety nine percent of our audience can just turn off right <laughs> now. But I want to talk to the ladies. We got some lady listeners. Yeah, some ladies. We got some ladies because you know, ladies, Valentine's Day is coming up real yes. quick. Yes, it is. So let's, you know what, do you? yourself a favor you know because you're about to put in that extra hand and mouth work you know you are so and no one wants to be sucking on you know hairy stuff and, and pulling hairs off their off their tongue so do yourself a favor get your man a lawnmower 4.0 from manscaped 
and have him shave himself. Shave yeah. himself up. For or him. you could do it for him. That could be a sexy that thing. That could be a sexy yeah. thing because you don't have to worry about as much nicks and cuts with, with this. Yeah, reduce nicks, reduce cuts, you know, nice clean shave. Nice clean shave. Make it a ba 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 balls. Yeah, make it a couples thing. Get get him a nice lawnmower 4.0 with its uh porcelain head non-nick technology uh, blades. He's got uh it's also got the light on it, so if you want to be really romantic, set the mood and dim the lights. It's got a little 4,000 LED flat, uh, light on it. Or so, if you really want to get in there. Really get those you crazy, get in there with the, the light on it. Uh, but, yeah, get yourself that. Uh, and, you can shave your name into his pubes. And if you really want to do yourself an extra favor and really, you know, get yourself some of the uh, deodorant, the, the crop reviver, re- reviver, I'm there sorry, the crop reviver and the ball deodorant to really give him a nice uh, smooth and – Nice scent, do you, you know, for when it's you're down It's good for there. you. Yeah, yeah. It's good for you. It helps you out. Good for you. Good for him. And, you know, it's good for us, too, because all you got to do is go to manscaped.com and use the promo code MoonGoon, Moongoon. for 20% off and free shipping. And it ships internationally, people. Our, our listeners over in the U.K., Australia, and the, in Europe, and some random person in <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> We love you. Thank you for listening. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they deliver internationally as well. Don't forget our, our lovely, lovely Canucks. Oh, yes. Our, our brothers to, uh, to the, our brothers to the north. Brothers to the north. Brothers, yes, and, brothers and sisters. Pardon me. <laughs> yes. Get yourself the Lawnmower 4.0 today from Manscaped.com. All right. Um, there we go. Oh, what am I doing? I forgot my little. Uh, oh, you have to do that, don't you? Yeah. Uh, there you go. There. Now you move on. <laughs> It's like the ending stamp. <laughs> yeah, it's the ending stamp. Um, so, first off, uh, this movie is uh, it's Howling 2. I mean, most people grew up in the 80s know the Howling franchise. Um, it was really like kind of the only werewolf franchise that was... Werewolves really don't get a ton of love in the world of horror uh, as much as others, I think. And yeah. But they're so fucking cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love the idea of a werewolf, but like the Wolfman in the Universal days, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, that was big, but then I can't think of anything else. I mean, there were like, a few other big ones. In the, you know, obviously, Monster well, Squad had a great werewolf. Then you had... Uh, honestly, the Avengers probably some of the... Only time you had a lot of werewolves because then you had Silver Bullet, you had American Werewolf in London. Yeah, that American Werewolf series. Then you had um, God, I always forget the name of it, but it had like this to me as a kid it had one of the scariest movie covers of um, I remember, and it had Angela Lansbury was in the movie. I can never remember the name of it, but I just remember the cover of like this guy with long black hair like screaming and like you see the the, the wolf, wolf muzzle coming, coming out, out of his, his mouth. mouth i remember that and cover like, that one terrified me as a kid i was like that's so scary and i can never remember the name of the movie but every time i see him, like oh yeah i feel like an idiot oh yeah that's it duh i'm sure people out there right now are shouting it out and like this movie this movie <laughs> but, but I, I i really do feel that and then i think they kind of went away till underworld which is yeah. not really horror, but that brought back the werewolf. Action horror. Yeah, yeah. werewolf. Yeah. I mean, but thing. yeah, it's it's like, because during the 60s and 70s, you still had Dracula and even Frankenstein and some of the Hammer films. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, these these were still like, the pulse was still there, but werewolves were gone for a long time. The 80s brought it back to to a certain extent, but the Howling was the month, like the, f- the werewolf was franchise. franchise. Yeah. The others were just one and done movies. Yeah, and I will be completely honest, and I'm probably going to get some hate thrown at me, never seen a Howling movie until... Boom. Um, I've seen like one of them. I I, I could tell you which one, if it's the first one or not, or it was the third one. But I know I saw at least one of the Howlings. Um, 
But yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't. I can't say I've seen the whole franchise or know much about it. Um, but I saw this one. We saw this one now. We've seen this. Um, so Halloween 2, Your Sister's a Werewolf, which automatically that title alone sounds like it should be in like the... like My Best Friend's a Vampire. Yes, the horror comedy spoof movies, not a series. Once Bitten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, repossessed or type, that type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so already just the title alone, I'm like, oh God, this is not... Like they, they know it's going to be a goof, you but know, or at least the title in, it implies like it's gonna be a goof, that it's going to be a goof. But no, they take this one very seriously. Kinda? <laughs> I, I, I don't know if they take it that seriously. <laughs> I, I think some maybe got, I don't know, lost in translation or there was, I don't know. I think they started off serious and then just said, fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this was released in December of 1985 based on the book, The Howling 2, well, loosely based off of it, uh, written by Robert Charno, who wrote the screenplay, and then uh, Gary Brandner, who wrote the original book, and or, or the series of books that are pissed off. Uh, directed by Felipe Mora. Uh, this guy's got 46 credits, including such fine films like The Howling 3, Paradactyl Women from Beverly Hills, the Hunchback B of Notre Dame, Notre Dame. I was a communist werewolf. Nice. And a documentary called Dracula Nazi Hunter, How I Learned to Love Christopher Lee and Atomic Bombs. That's the name of his documentary. Cool. Uh, you can currently find this movie on Amazon Prime. I believe it's on there for free right now. It is. Um, Apple TV, something called Philo and Voodoo. Uh, the cast, there's only, I think, three people I'm mentioning right now. Uh, first of all, it's the main everyone everybody knows is Stefan's played by Mr. Christopher Lee himself. The fucking man. The man. Uh, he's in this. Uh, then we have Jenny, played by Annie McEnroe. Uh, she's got 26 credits, including Wall Street, Born on the Fourth of July, The Doors, and Beetlejuice, where she was Jane Butterfield. And also, she is John McEnroe's daughter. Not really, but there's nothing else interesting about her, so I just made that up because why not? <laughs> um, and lastly, we have Sturba, uh, played by Sybil Denning. She's Ooh-wee! got 83 credits, including such fine films as Amazon Women on the Moon, Warrior Cream, Reform School Girls, Young Lady Chatterley 2, Malibu Express, The Panther Squad, Chained Heat, Operation Thunderbolt, and Battle Beyond the Stars. And she was in Rob Zombie's Halloween as Nurse Wynn. Uh, she was in and on the cover of Playboy in August 19. I put 1913. That is a big typo. That is not 1913. I don't know why. Probably 1983, uh, probably I'm guessing. Eight, or 87. Somewhere, yeah, 83 or something. Um, but in August issue of Playboy in the 80s, she was on that. <laughs> um, she's basically just a, a, a titty movie, B-movie actress. Um, did a lot of stuff and like that in the 80s. She does it well. The, yeah, she does do it well. She is a, kind of a smoke show. Um, so I don't think there's anything else we really need to go over or talk about, but, uh, like I said, this is gonna be an Aaron run episode. So Aaron, if you're ready, let's go kick this thing off. I didn't write any notes. Oh shit. I wrote all notes. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I will, I will preface this that, uh, so the way I write my notes, the way I've been finding it's easier for me is I start off with a template. So I went to wiki horror and I just copied their plot summary, but I, I put in my own stuff and just use it in an editing sense. So I'm just using that as full disclosure. So if someone's like, Hey, that sounds a lot like wiki horror. Yeah. Cause I use a lot of that information too. So go fuck yourself. I'm giving them credit. All right. 
and I get to work the soundboard. Oh, Yay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, by the way. No, not really. <laughs> Aaron's eye just went like, I will murder you, Glare. <laughs> just give us one episode free of that bullshit, okay? All right. So it starts off with some pretty cool imagery of uh, old churches or looks like ancient grounds in a Transylvania type of environment. Uh, just for... You know, the sake of uh, mentioning it, it was filmed in Prague in Czech Republic at a time. Um, or Czechoslovakia, actually. It was Czechoslovakia at the time. Mm -hmm. But lots of cool imagery. It's neat. It's neat to see, like, some of the, the the old paintings and, like, the church bells and stuff. So it's already set in the mood a little bit. But then it cuts to Christopher Lee in space <laughs> yeah. with a skeleton behind him and he's just talking some cryptic bullshit he's, about he's reading from the bible it's it's so weird <laughs> it it's a weird way to start but christopher lee's voice is just so iconic and like you're hanging on every word but i'm also like why is he in space? Yeah, I know that was so distracting. Why is he in space? And why is there a, like a cut, like an, an anatomy skeleton, mm -hmm. like like for a, for a biology class yeah. or something? And it's not like behind him; it's also like superimposed behind, superimposed him. behind him. And I'm like, this is really weird looking. Yeah. He's... So right off the bat, I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna be serious or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's he's supposed to be reading from the, he's reading from the Bible, and it's supposed to be the Book of Revelations, which is kind of funny because it just it's a nitpick, but. Uh, the book of Revelations, everybody should know, is it is the last book of the Bible. It's the very end. But when he's reading from the Bible, he's got open in the middle. Nah. He's clearly not reading from Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we start, we, we get done with uh, old Christopher Lee giving us a sermon. And we cut to the funeral services that are being held for Karen White. Mm -hmm. And apparently Karen White was the heroine in the first yes. Howling movie, which, again, I haven't seen. Yeah, she's she's from the first one. So yeah. this is basically a direct sequel. Yes. And in attendance at her funeral is her brother, Ben, and a friend. And we find out a fellow reporter, Jenny Templeton. Also at the funeral is an elderly man. Yeah, he's like, hanging on the back. Who's that elderly man? Christopher Lee, motherfuckers. That is <laughs> Stefan. Co uh, help me out. Corso. Caruso, Caruso, yeah, I yeah. can't. I don't remember. It's a yeah, I don't remember his last name. Corsco, Corsco, that's Corsco. Sounds, yeah, that's yeah. Like Corsco. And he is an occult investigator. <laughs> what a badass title for your job! I'm an occult investigator. That is so awesome. Anyway, it's Christopher Lee. We get a glimpse of two people uh, who we seem alarmed by Christopher Lee's presence when the service is concluded. Um, and we see Crossco talking with Ben, uh, and he's kind of Ben's getting upset. Jenny comes over to Ben like, who is that? It's like, I don't know. He's some weirdo. He's telling me things about my sister. Uh, Jenny's like, well, I want to talk to him. <laughs> so she tracks him down. Uh, and he he, he he tracks him down as Christopher Lee's leaving. And Jenny's like, what did you say to Ben? He goes, that his sister is absolutely doomed in the night. She is a werewolf. He talks like that the whole time. Yeah, he does. It's so great. And she's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she is a werewolf. She's damned for life. Thank you. She's so she takes that such stride. Like you okay. see, like she tells you this person is a werewolf, legit, and she doesn't like what? No, just no, like really. Thanks like, for telling me. Yeah, it's like okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like apparently that's like maybe it's just a common thing in this world that people are werewolves. Like oh. Shit, he's aware of yeah. Okay, well, thanks for telling me. So Chris really <laughs> hits the road, and um, Ben comes with the Jenny, and it's like, what do you say? He said your sister's a werewolf. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Way better reaction. Yeah. 
much more rational reaction. Yeah. <laughs> but during this scene, also, there's uh, we cut we see, we see the two people that I talked about before. It's this uh, African American woman. Um, she's and then this like older guy with her, and they're both like, "Oh, it's Corso, Corso. He's there, you know." And he, they're 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 kind of like taking a look at him. So you know, right off the bat, they're gonna be fucking werewolves. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Oh yeah. But anyway, she the 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 African American lady. She definitely. I just call her the American girl because later we go to Europe. But uh, the American girl, she's definitely the. Uh, she comes up quite a bit more. But we cut to a club scene, a hardcore cut. Bam, bam. We cut to a club scene. And it's like a 1980s punk rock, pop pop punk kind of bar, and it's fucking awesome. The, <laughs> the crowd's called, the cru- oh it was called something's back cave. It was it was weird, but I liked it. It's it was something like with an Scrabble S. or yeah, Scribble, Scrabble, Scraps. I don't know something back cave. Yeah, which is weird because in the, the 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 sign is a giant wolf. wolf. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But then why call it a bat cave? That's very yeah. confusing. Should it be like the wolf's den or something? I don't know. Why have a bat cave? It's not Batman ain't in there, and it's not a vampire. So, so. the band is called Babel, yes. and I love them. They were great. Really? They were fun. They were fun. Did you get a sound grab of them? Oh, you mean <laughs> you mean this? Yeah. You hear like nonstop throughout this movie from here on out. Get, get, get used to this song, because you're going to hear it all the fucking time in this movie. It's not their fault that the guy just <laughs> used it over and over again. But anyway, I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging it. And the crowd's going fucking crazy. Um, we, <laughs> we see Christopher Lee come in there, and he looks about as old as he can possibly fucking look. The fucking fact that it's so... I love Christopher Lee in this scene, because everybody is like... <laughs> He sticks out like such a Thor fu- sore thumb. Like everybody's in their punk outfit, just then- punk rocked out. And Christopher Lee comes in in like bright blue jeans, a tucked in polo, and a tan jacket. And he's like, "Oh, can I buy these radical sunglasses?" Like you know, you're, you're, it's like the, the front desk lady is like, "You can't enter instead of a black tie, like black tie required." You gotta wear these corny sunglasses. Your Max Headroom sunglasses. That's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> That's exactly right down. It said he went, he's about as old as he can possibly look when he's transporting himself to the Max Headroom look of the 80s. It's 80s as fuck. And then he just stands in a corner like all night with his Max it's like, Headroom. No, Christopher Lee is known for like wearing like wool suits or tweed suits. You know, very studious looking British man. Nope. He totally looks like a suburban dad trying to be hip. Yeah, you know, like going through a mid, like an older midlife crisis. Like Like, I'm still hip. He look. If anybody, like you got to think everybody in that club's like, well, he's a fucking narc. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. No, there's no way this guy blends in in the scene in any which way possible. (laughs) So Marshall already touched on it. There's a lot of werewolf themes going on this bar. It's a werewolf graffiti, and I think even the band is singing about werewolves in the night and howling and stuff like that. Well, um, let's listen to it again. Yeah. Pale, pale light. Sure. Of the moon. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, definitely wolfy. Wolfy vibe. Actually, yeah, that's sure. the short version. I should play the longer version. It actually does get more wolf. Yeah. Don't don't need to. <laughs> so the, the American chick that we saw at the funeral is now at the bar, and there are three dudes who are super duper smitten with them. And I just call them leather punk, vest punk, and 80s punk. Yep. Yeah. Right. They, they, they look just right out of stock bad guys from the 80s. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. It's so great. And I did like how she had the skeleton earring. The one the skeleton. The long-ass skeleton earring. You remember yeah. that? That was 80s as hell. I remember my sister had some earrings like that. And she wore them. <laughs> I was like, those are fucking cool. 
I always like which one and like hold them up to my ear because I didn't have my ears pierced when I was a kid, you know. But and in the eighties, if you were a boy, you didn't have your ears pierced. No. Not until like you're like the nineties. Not until nineties, so boy, yeah, I started yeah. piercing your ears. Yeah, yeah, it's just the one skeleton on like the right side dangling. It is, ear. it is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I want to be at this bar. This bar looks freaking awesome. Uh, but the gal from the cemetery, she leads the three stock uh, punks off to a warehouse to go do something. It's kind of unclear, I guess, to make out or bang. Yeah, I don't, it's really weird. They're like, hey, just come to some random warehouse with me. I also found it hilarious that they leave. It's nighttime. But they must have driven like a fucking Mexico. That's what I was curious about, too. Because when they, they get they, there, it's now daytime. Like it's it's <laughs> It's not like it's – the bar is packed. Yeah. All right. So I'm thinking it's got to be like – you know, at the latest midnight, yeah. right? People start kind of clearing out around one, two, two, two o'clock. Exactly. The bar is packed. So they mm-hmm. leave when the bar is at its most rowdy and most packed. So mm-hmm. you're right. It's got to be like midnight. And they drive God knows how far. And all of a sudden, it's, it's the, the sun's up or sun's on its way up. And they come to this warehouse. It's like it's an abandoned big, like, like it's a warehouse, like I guess. Factory yeah, factory. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, factory. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So the American chick starts leading the, the – she's like, come on, punks, follow me. And she goes running off, and the three punks – and now one of the punks brought a girl with yeah, her, too. Yeah, there's the girl, too. The punk she, girl. Yeah, punkette. The punk, <laughs> yeah, the punkette. She brought the punkette. And she's – so the American girl's in there going, oh! She's howling, and, you know, the, the the other punks are falling behind her like, what's going on? Kind of at a distance, but also howling. And while the American, African-American lady is uh, howling, there's – flashes of werewolves here and there like there's transformations taking place like she's sending out the the wolfen signal <laughs> the wolf signal you know the wolf signal saying hey fucking lunch is here you know and, and people fresh are meat fresh yeah. fresh meat definitely coming up um she goes wandering off they kind of see her in the distance and she's naked as a jaybird and she's like come on let's go <laughs> and then he walks to the side and the punk's like fuck yeah and as they're walking up to go get some or what they thought they were going to get some in slow motion, a bottle comes and smashes one of the punks Blind in the side of the head. Punk. It looks good. I like the slow motion effect of it smashing into the side of his head. And he's like, what the fuck? And, of course, boy, they pull out switchblades. Switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, it's the 80s. Got to have a switchblade. Mm-hmm. I also love how they're British. They're in L.A. and it's British. Well, it's think about the British punk invasion. I get it, know? but it's just it was like, wait a minute, we're in L.A. and okay, I didn't, know, I actually didn't notice an accent. Oh yeah, oh they're British as fuck. Oh well, I was also. <laughs> well, the blonde guy is a hundred percent for sure. Okay, well, anyway, he's the one who got his face fucked up with yeah, a bottle, is. which is pretty awesome. But leather jacket guy gets a big pipe thrown on him. Also, and they're <laughs> both they're both just getting <laughs> that fucked. That was with. hilarious because he's like <laughs> so. Blonde guy yeah. gets the boss match. Like, oh, that's it. You did. You she, made. You, you made. You did it now. He you made us, him mad. He likes to get nasty. Like Deacon. You made Deacon mad. And Deacon, when he Deacon's mad, blah blah blah. And he starts wandering. The blonde guy starts wandering off. And the and like blonde guy is hype man. And in the background, the he's background. hyping him up. And he gets <laughs> yeah, smashed with his pipe. Giant <laughs> fucking pipe. Like just comes flying out of her and just clobbers them. <laughs> it is really funny. It, it made me laugh because it is like. <laughs> So they're both pissed. <laughs> yeah. He um, pulls out like this giant like chain. junkyard dog chain. Yeah, chain. But <laughs> 80s punk sees the American chick and goes on goes on after her. And of course when he goes after her, what happens? She's a werewolf. Oh, <laughs> just starts eating him and fucking him up. All the other punks gather together and like she holy shit. And they see him all bites his, his hand, hand off. off. 
which goes flying into the like so like into the light where it's seen by everyone. It's kind of twitching around. They're like, "All right, we're getting the fuck out of here." Before they can make a run for it, though, the bo- a box comes flying out of nowhere and smashes <laughs> denim vest punk. He goes down. The other two, Wiley Coyote, man, it's it's such a giant box too. And I was like, "Shit, <laughs> that looks good." He looks up at a uh, huh? leather leather punk. He's like, "Help me!" <laughs> I love him, like whatever. And then you see denim guy on her box. Just like gets pulled away, away. Under, from underneath the box. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And this scene, it's just now the rest of it is POV scenes, like yeah. point of view cameras chasing the girl, chasing the guy. They get split up. The girl goes upstairs, and we don't really see, like she gets swarmed, but she kind of gets away. We see the leather punk run out. He's like goes onto the outside. He like yeah, runs he, upstairs he, and onto like this awning, awning, like a very long awning. One of the werewolves is kind of coming after him. He falls, slips on the awning, and falls off the edge about a whole eight feet. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I wanted to mention that one. His badly. fall from the awning is not that drastic no. of a fall because when the girl she does get out and she runs and she runs into leather guy's body mm-hmm. who is just like a pile he's like a pool of blood so he had to have landed directly onto his skull you know yeah, and I was like eh, I mean it's possible, it's possible but you but it's a stretch it's it's lame cuz like I wanted to talk about this death yeah but cause... let me just finish it here because as she's screaming going oh my god oh my god we see hairy arms come around grab her from behind and then she gets slowly drugged back into the warehouse yes um <clears throat> so yeah, the, the leather punk, he makes that onto this awning part of the roof. He's, so he's outside the factory. So I'm like, great, you're outside. Jump down, get your motorcycle, drive away. But yeah. no. He tries to run back he, in. He goes back in. Yeah, he's like looking for like these doors. He's trying like, to get, find a way back, back in. in. Like, what the fuck, you asshole? <laughs> like, no, you're already out. Just get, jump off this little ledge. Get to your bike and go. Drop eight feet. Not even eight feet. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that far of a drop, but yeah. He, if you we, hang on to the edge, and if you're about six feet tall, you got to drop two feet, brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's really, it was so bad. And when he falls off and dies, like, are you fucking kidding Yeah, me? that was pretty bad. It's horrible. That was pretty bad. Yeah, so, all right, let's move. So, all the punks are dead. All the punks are dead. dead. So, we get a nice uh, werewolf little flavor there. Uh, we cut to Jenny and Ben, and they're on their way to go see Christopher Lee because Jenny wants to go see him. And Ben's like, "All right, fine." We have a Benefer. Like, we do have it. a Benefer. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Nice. I just thought of me. Right. We got Benefer now. All right. So, so Ben's like, "I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I want to go." And Jenny's like, "Look, I know a lot about your sister. I think there's some, there might be something to this." Um, they go to uh, Christopher Lee's estate, and Christopher Lee's place is fucking baller. Yeah, it is. For a creepy old Christopher Lee type guy. Apparently, you know, cult investigators make bank, <laughs> apparently. Well, I imagine that you have to be individually wealthy, <laughs> independently wealthy, to make yourself an occult investigator. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to really hire you unless you're like it's a, another proper weirdo. So oh, no, I, I imagine he, you have to be rich first to do that job. Well, it used to be a, a closed circle club, but now I think, you know, the University of Phoenix has online degrees for that shit. Nowadays, oh, all right. Well, so. then it's going to open up a whole kinds of stuff. Yeah. Great. Chris Lee's <laughs> like, okay, thank you for meeting me. You recognize these bullets? And he's like, yes, they're silver. These are the same bullets that killed your sister. They came she out of you. Yeah. She was a werewolf. They, they, were, she was t- they were taken out of her body during her autopsy, and she, now she will forever suffer. You're doing a good Chris Lee, man. Thank like, you. I'm kind of digging this. <laughs> And Ben, of course, is like, fuck off. This is ridiculous. See, I'm ready to leave. He's like, wait, please, before you leave, 
watch this video. <laughs> watch this VHS. <laughs> this is my audition for my next movie. Please tell me. Give me tips are welcome. <laughs> it's my acting reel. Right. <laughs> but he pops into VHS. And it's a basically a uh, it, it's it's a newscaster who's turning in transforming into a werewolf and it's absolute pandemonium, you know everyone in the newsroom is freaking out going crazy and we find out that it's Karen. Yeah, it's Karen during the during the transformation and someone starts sh- shooting her. We never see who shoots her or yeah, who in a news studio has a gun s- with silver bullets who's ready to just shoot the news anchor on cue. Like what? <laughs> I guess we need to see the first movie, but just taking this out of context. Who? What cameraman or producer sitting behind their news studio with a gun with silver bullets ready to shoot the news anchor? Right, and so <laughs> Chris, Christopher Lee kind of breaks it down for us and says that this was planned. She, you know, wanted her death. She, you know, is, you know, she, 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 oh. she was part of it. She was like, "Hey, I'm going to turn someday. Next time I turn, someone kill." Like, I guess that's that was the. The, All right, I, I guess I, I forgot, missed that part. Yeah, I forgot um, Ben's right. like, bullshit, fuck you, I'm going to kick your ass, and, you know, he storms off. Don't come near me again, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot before I said that, before he goes, now that the bullets have been taken out of her, I'm going to go to her mausoleum and stab, stake her in the heart with a silver or titanium stake. It's the holy knitting needle. It really is. It <laughs> looks like a fucking knitting needle. I guess it's just been dipped in holy. It, it's a silver holy knitting needle is yeah. what it is. So it's it's really strange uh, that he's talking about this. You know, staking through the heart is pretty much synonymous with vampire. Yeah. In if and I could be wrong. I'm not a werewolf guy, but from what I understand, it's like silver will kill you. Now you have to still do a killing blow, but as long as the instrument is silver, it will kill you. It's not like you can't nick their arm and they'll die. You have to do a kill, like slit their throat, stab in the heart, you know, shoot them a bunch, whatever. That's from what I understand. Yeah, I always thought silver, like it had to be like a silver sword, silver bullets, silver, yeah, some kind of silver that had to be like, I guess, in, get, like, somehow get into their body or bloodstream or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I guess it's like vampires, man. They've changed the lore so many different times. Each movie has its own lore. But yeah, I was like, wait a minute, piercing a heart? That's a vampire thing. But Very vampire. Gran- okay, the- oh, and it gets worse from going on, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm like, the knitting needle? Okay, I guess that's silver, sure. But Makes sense, doesn't that- I guess. But, but it's, it, all of it was, doesn't that have to be in the heart. You could jab him in the neck and it would still... I was work. Dracula for years. <laughs> I know this will work. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The lore is all, yeah. all, all messed. It's all over the place. But it's where he ta- starts talking about um, that these werewolves are descended from an ancient sorceress named Streba. Sturba. 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 Yeah, it's, it's still weird. Yeah. It's a weird fucking name. So and he says one of the only ways to destroy them is with silver or titanium. Yeah, that's where it comes back. But Titanium. Which, again, is What's new to me. You know, I never heard about that one before, but who knows. Uh, but Ben goes storming off. Jenny goes following, and he's like, Take these silver bullets. You might need them. Who knows? So he, he gives her some silver bullets to take with her. Jenny uh, Jenny and Ben leave, and Jenny invites him up for a drink. The drink of choice, V8? Yeah. Tomato juice? Did she make Bloody Marys? Dude, V8 was uh, looking it's for... Big. It, it was big. big. It was big. It was like a health drink. Yeah. And little did you know, it was absolutely loaded with a, like two days worth of sodium in it. <laughs> 
Gotta get that uh, corporate sponsorship somewhere in this movie. Get that V8. I'm like, if that's the one thing I don't want to drink in the middle of the day is a V8. Like, I'll have a Bloody Mary. Can't I'll get have that a... Coke or Pepsi? You go to V8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For your sponsorships, your product placement. Oh. So, you know, he's... You disgusting. Ben's bro. talking about how he's pissed off that, you know, old Christopher Lee's going to impale his sister, and he's like, fuck that, I'm going to kill him. He gets really upset, and he takes off. Jenny comes following, bringing the silver bullets with her. Um, let's see. And then they, they pull up to the cemetery, which... <laughs> when Ben gets out, and he has a gun with him, but it's... He's a pretty big guy, and it's a smaller rifle. It looks like he's carrying a Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> He is, he's a pretty big dude. Yeah. He's a pretty big, he's tall, he's very broad, very, like, classic 80s handsome, you know? And anyway, it, BB gun, it just looks like a BB gun in his hands. But I like this scene because, the, like, the cemetery, it's atmospheric, there's fog, you know, you're breaking into a cemetery. It's pretty cool. You can hear howls in the background. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. Um, so they're on their way to the mausoleum where, where Christopher Lee is, and he's about to drive a stake into Karen's white's corpse um ben and jenny are on their way and as they're making their way there they start getting jumped in the cemetery on their way to the mausoleum <laughs> like it's a fucking video game yeah. <laughs> it's like they're just cruising down the trail and like werewolves are jumping out like bang 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 oh god look out you know it's it's straight out it looks like a video game and i'm like i'm in <laughs> i'm digging it we get back we get into the mausoleum where christopher lee is about to impale the sister Ben's like, don't do it. He's like, your sister's internally damned. I have to do this. It's like, get away from me. He's like, fuck you. And, he's <laughs> and before he can, he's about to stab. And all of a sudden she pops up as a werewolf. Yep. This now convinces Ben of like, holy shit. <laughs> and they lock, they don't even kill her. They just put the coffin lid back on her and yeah, seal it up. His lever. <laughs> what asshole. I know. What fucking assholes. <laughs> And as that happens, more werewolves burst in. There's more shootouts, more fighting. One of the older werewolves, uh, he looks old. He looks like an old man werewolf. He gets yes. injured, and he goes wandering off. Christopher like, don't let him get away. They chase him down, and as they're running, they grab a fucking small, small net, throw it on the werewolf, which apparently knocks him the fuck down. I don't know if it's like stitched with like laced with silver or something but they just throw this tiny I don't know where the fuck I got a net from they, they just it just they just were running and they leached out and grabbed it off yeah, the ground I know it like, was who just, leaves a net why is there a net in the just cemetery there it's just there <laughs> they throw it on this guy he goes down and Christopher Lee comes up with his titanium he's like you tell me what's going on I'm gonna kill you and he's like no he's like if you don't tell me I won't kill you he's yeah. like please kill me <laughs> whoa <laughs> That was such a quick switch. <laughs> that was such a quick switch because he's threatening him. He's like, I'm going to kill you if you don't tell me where he is. He's like, I won't tell where Streba is. That was Sturba. Sturba. I won't say where Sturba is. All right. I won't kill you then. No, please kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Then he goes, they're in the dark country. And he's like, rest in peace, my friend. Yep, Stabs him. him. And as he stabs him, we have, like, the reverse werewolf effect. And he turns out to be an, a little bit older guy. He doesn't look that old. And he was, like, he was like and he's, he seemed like he was in hell or in pain and was tired of being a werewolf. But it's like, dude, come on. You're not that old. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're, you're, like, you're like 48. <laughs> uh, he was older than that. Whatever. But, but yeah, it's so... 
I don't know. We need at some point need to talk about the werewolf effects and the makeup. Yeah, because it varies. It it, it's bad. It varies quite a bit. These some of these aren't. They don't even necessarily look like werewolves half the time. Sometimes they look like monkeys. Yeah, or or Planet of the Apes kind of look. That's what I'm saying. Very Planet of the Apes esque. Like they, it does not look very wolfish at all. I think they do an okay job with with some of the scenes later on where they're it's very dark and it's really easy to like with just like a little no, bit of moonlight. Not, dark, you can hide it. Yeah, but, yeah. But I mean, the close up we didn't even talk about, but like the close up of uh, the black girl in the warehouse when she's supposedly a wolf, it just looked like she smeared shit on like crusty shit on her she face. She looked like she was halfway transforming, but. They just stuck with it. Yeah, there's like, no full wolf. It's, it's just like it's it just looks like her face got bumpy and weird and mm-hmm. kind of craggly, and that was about as far as the transformation yeah. for that character went. But and we see other ones who are like full on werewolf look. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's I'm, it, that's one incredibly disappointing for a werewolf movie. You think you'd at least have your werewolf effects on point, or at least better. It's yeah. very very pretty, it's very hit and miss. Yeah. So when he he stabs the old guy and he's you know they say hey where what does it need to be in dark country he's like Transylvania I'm like what <laughs> we're as going as soon as I heard dark I'm like, oh fuck me we're going to tra-. I knew it I knew he see something oh we're going to fucking Transylvania and, and Chris Lee's like Transylvania and all of a sudden like that again Ben Jenny all right we're in ben when we, when are we leaving immediately yep. okay all right. I'm in <laughs> yes all <laughs> Like why? Like I don't get that either. It's like these two have really nothing, no eggs in this basket. They have no, it's not no dog fight. in this. Yeah, fight. exactly. But they're like, all right, let's go. Like let's drop everything we're doing and go to Transylvania to get Streba. Kind of see Jenny because if she's like a reporter, she's doing this for a story. Yeah. Or something. But Ben's like, well, my sister's a werewolf. Yeah, you just trapped her in a coffin. She's still alive in there. Um. Let's go to Transylvania. Yeah, it's like there's really he should have. He'd be like, I'm out. Like you, okay. Like I have, I gotta either take care of my sister or I'm just like. There's really no. Yeah, they have no real yeah. motivation to go to fucking trans. It's not like hey, we gotta go to Orange County or Beverly Hills. No, we're cross we country go across the world, world. on a whim. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. So they go to Transylvania. And we first see the American werewolf lady showing up in Transylvania where she's greeted by this, uh, this other guy. They kind of, I love this part though. I did like this, this, this kind of this, I call him the drone werewolf because everyone is like all the powerful werewolves seem to be females. And then they've got this one guy, he's a guy, but he just, just kind of a drone, <laughs> you know, like one of those drone bees who just humps the yeah. queen. That's all they do. <laughs> But when they greet each other, you know, they kind of look at each other and they give each other little sniffs a little bit from a distance like dogs. And I'm yeah. like, that's cool. I did like that. I thought that was clever. And often he's like, okay, let's go. You smell, your smell checks out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they had some pendant that they it's put together too. Smell, but, yeah, then, but then out. they had pendants and they put the pendants together. The pendants lock is like, okay, you're part of the club. Let's go. Uh, he, he, he packs her into this giant, it was like a world war two van for shipping troops. Mm-hmm. It's like a troop <clears throat> van or truck, truck, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's so weird, but he gets in the car and he's talking to the guy. He's like, wow, she's absolutely beautiful. And it's like, yeah, she is really beautiful. I'm hungry, and so are the men. Okay. 
And as they're going, they're driving down the street. They decide to get pick up some wiener schnitzel, yep. some snack. So they're driving down the street. There's two German backpackers like, Danke schön. Wearing the shortest shorts. Shortest 80 shorts ever. It's Tiny fantastic. shorts. But they're, they're German bopping down the street. And they get picked up. And it's they're like, oh, hitchhike, yeah. And they're like, yeah, hop on in. Thanks. Okay, cool. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you pointed it back to the truck, they just get And I, I did like the driver. He looks over and goes, ah, schnitzel. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's pretty funny. I liked it. I liked it. All right. Uh, That's another thing we didn't talk about. Um, again, the, uh, we're talking about werewolf lore. Um, apparently, these werewolves don't need a full moon to turn and can be out during the day. It's a good point. Well... Werewolves can go out during the day, right? Well, don't they need the moonlight? They, but the thing is, they, they all the whole wars, all that you know, silver, the full moon, they turn so out right there, nighttime, right? Um, and they turn at night. I guess I don't know. Maybe in they, human if, form, if, they if, if be, they turn yeah. at night, I guess they could still be werewolves during the day, but Who? they have to turn at night. But you never see it. It's always at night. They always like sure. re- by morning. You They're back to human form. Back. Yeah. yeah. So they wake but, up naked. Like, what did I do? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. The wolves at the factory were out in the middle of the day, you know, and, You're and the right. black girls totally, out in the middle of the day, because it's totally daytime right. there. Totally they right. They just like change at will. So the whole full moon lore, gone. gone. They don't follow that. Apparently, they can be werewolves any time of day, anytime they want. Um, Which would be awesome. Would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there, again, just some confusing lore. It's a good point. What's, it's a good point. I don't yeah. know what the rules are. Well, it's about one. to get weirder, Marshall. Yeah, it is. Because we go into a coven of werewolves. Coven? Who are holding an occult ritual involving blood and a captured young woman. It's so, like a, it's, it's, this is like a, a, an S&M sex club, too. Yes. We're talking like leather. Like t- Some of the girls have titties. Ha- There's mm-hmm. a bunch of like half-naked chicks. Yep. Some have got titties hanging out. Some are wearing like leather corsets and stuff. Like It's it's a it's a uh, cornucopia of uh, bondage, if you yeah. will. And then some are wandering around. Others, and then there's other women that are wearing like rags or they're like, chained up to like, pillars and yeah. bows. It's it's. It's a nutty scene. Yeah, and it's, we and, and it, they're chanting. It sounds like they're saying, you know, Ubadiah, Ohio, or something. <laughs> I can't, I can't quite get it out. Like snow day in Ohio. You know, I don't know. It's something like that. We see some ancient, ancient fucking crone standing there, and this oh, is Streba. So, um, Sturba. I have stir. Oh yeah, you're right. I do have it spelled Sturba, but I keep saying Streba. All right, Sturba. Uh, she steps up to the altar where this young woman is. And then all of a sudden she takes a big old rip of virginity, just plants her lips on top of her and like sucks out her life. We see some energy flow to the woman's mouth. It's it's, it's revitalizing her and transforming into a young, hot piece of ass. Yep. Sturba then takes her. uh, So now Sturba is in her full hot playboy, playboy model glory. Yep. So she was an old lady, took a hit of virgin, boom. Now she's <laughs> took a hit of virgin. Now she's uh I love it. Hot to trot. She's so hot to trot, she probably hasn't been laid in a while. She takes her two favorite werewolf followers and brings them to her private chamber for a little bit of savage decadence. Oh god. Yes. Yeah, so this is where we get a menage a trois of our <laughs> drone werewolf and our American werewolf lady. And it is weird. It's so weird. <laughs> and it goes on for a while. A long time. Where like, it's it's like <laughs> rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> It's so weird. And um, 
and and Striva's getting her Sturba's getting horned up. She rips off her top, which comes up later. But she tears her top off in a very passionate way, exposing her breasts. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, but it's just so weird. And I'm not gonna go deep into it. It's weird. You just gotta check it out. It's well, I'm gonna go deep into it. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, it's I don't know what else to say. It, yeah, it's fucking strange, dude. It's supposed to be. It's like werewolf sex, werewolf. Menage a trois, but the thing is, it's so poorly done that it's not well, like it's bizarrely it's done. Bizarrely done, yeah. It's first of all, you think for hands down, why is somebody not being humped doggy style? Literally, <laughs> come on, it's right there for you. Come on, people. Come on, it's right there. But no, it's first of all, they're they're also like in this weird hybrid form the whole time. They're not in wolf form where their faces are all. Weird. It just they just grow hair. Tons of hair. Just, tons just of body hairy. hair. Yeah, just tons and tons of fucking body hair. Uh, and then they just like kind of kiss and nibble at each other. Nibble. <laughs> and then it's just we lay there, caress each other while going, yeah. And it just goes on and on and on. It's fucking strange. You know, those uh, folks could use a little bit of manscaped. You know what? That, uh, that... I think you're correct because uh, it's so hairy. That if I think it's is his name Vlad too. I think the guy's name's Vlad. No, it's something else. It wasn't Vlad, but let's just call him Vlad. We'll call him Vlad. But yeah. the drone one Vlad, he would definitely and Sturba would very well benefit from a lawnmower 4.0. They all would. Yes, from uh from Manscaped.com because you can go there, get it with a uh, promo code Moongoon, get twenty percent off and free shipping and internationally. Free shipping. So it might sit to Transylvania too. Yeah. Uh. So. No, just like we said before, uh, it's not just that you can get. You can get the uh, you can get the the, the crop driver. You get the ball deodorant. You, you get. Uh, We're doing a whole another ad here. Yeah, we get to do a whole another <laughs> ad because uh, that's what they pay for. <laughs> but, uh, you can get the the shampoo conditioner combo, which uh, I believe is actually pretty good. For them, they can use it on their whole body. Yep, a whole body. They probably go through a, like a, bo- a bottle or two of that real quickly. So get on it there. Get on it. Lip, lip balm. They got all of it. Um, so manscaped.com. Uh, Promo code Moongoon. 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Boom. All right. So we <laughs> cut to Ben, Jenny, and Christopher Lee, who are now also in Transylvania, driving down the street. And they seem to be stopped by a bunch of villagers who are hanging next to a car. And one of the Gandado ladies from Resident Evil 4 is laying on the ground. <laughs> She looks straight out of Resident Evil 4 as one of the Gondados, uh, Gondos ladies, you know, like in the village. She's got the handkerchief. She's got a babushka. Like, it's totally her. Yeah. So they're just standing there, and they're like, hey, what happened? What's going on with this lady? Oh, she got hit by a car. She's like, she's lying <laughs> on the ground going, blah, 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 blah. Just like, look, she, it almost looks like Chillerama. Like when that chick got hit by the car. and uh, Where the, Brain came out? Yeah, where Brain yeah. came out. It was very much like that. <laughs> And they're like, okay, well, are you guys going to help her? It's like, you guys got it. And the villagers just leave. They just walk away. (laughs) And as soon as they walk away, old babushka on the ground starts going, and she starts to transform into a werewolf. Again, in the middle of the day, very good, very good note, pick up by Marshall. Christopher Lee's like, don't worry, I've got this. Bam! Just stabs her right in the chest with his uh, silver knife, and she dies. They don't seem too upset about this. They're like, hmm, that's weird. All right. Yeah. Nobody seems that upset or bothered that there's a werewolves. That were, there are werewolves wandering around, apparently in the streets in the middle of the day. 
Yeah. It's yeah. like common thing over there, apparently. It's like, and, oh, and all right, so it's even weirder is Chris Lee just starts walking away and Jenny and Ben are like, hey, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to go see some folks. I'll meet you. <laughs> what? He just, just gets out and starts walking off. He just and leaves like, them. whoa, see you at the hotel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. Thanks. Weirdo. <laughs> so Benny and Jen, Benny, Benny and Jen. Benifer. Ben, ben and Jenny arrived to Transylvania, <laughs> to Hotel Transylvania, and they check in to room 666. I, I, which yes. is kind of funny because even Ben goes, I don't think there's six floors here. And he goes, and they're like, ha, 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 ha. that's funny. <laughs> Man, it's definitely a hotel werewolf. I think the guy checking him in is the guy who was driving the truck early. You know, so it's, it's you can tell right off the bat, there it's a werewolf place. But it must have some aromas in there because as soon as Ben and Jenny go up there, Jenny's like, hold me, Ben, hold me. And he's like, okay. And <laughs> they just go to Pound Town. So it's pheromones, man. It's something. It's yeah. the pheromones in the air because they start going to Pound Town, and outside their hotel is a festival going on. It's the yep. festival of the full moon. Um, and we see the drone werewolf guy mm-hmm. in human form out there participating in the festival. Yep. He's clapping his hands. He's doing a dance, and he starts sniffing the air. <laughs> What's that? He starts to smell a little bit of porking action yeah. going on in the hotel, and he's all about it. He's like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, he's like, yeah, people are getting it on. He's like, yeah, good for you, folks. See, I, I kind of like that. If Ben would use the Manscaped uh, ball lotion and crop preserver, that smell would be uh, much nicer and more pleasant. From Manscaped.com, Moongoon promo code, Moongoon 20% off. Okay, okay, we, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> After they get done boning, Ben and Jenny come out, and they just sort of, and, like, you can tell they're both like, hee, we had sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're all giggly and smiling, kind of poking at each other, like, hee. Some dwarf across the street's looking at him, and he's like, hey, hey. And, like, Jenny's like, I I see this dwarf across the street. You see him? And Ben's like, how could you not see him? <laughs> And the dwarf signals for them to he beckons them to follow. Um, and and of course you've got to go follow a dwarf whenever he beckons you and follows you because you, 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 you have to. It's just the rule. Have you ever not been walking down the street and see a dwarf beckoning you? Because you you him? you may go on a quest. You may be at you know given an amulet. You, you may, may get a pot of gold. gold. You know, there's all kinds of things that can happen. You may just get headbutted in the dick, but you know what? <laughs> it's gonna be a story to tell. It, it definitely will. <laughs> and you're gonna follow a damn dwarf. So the dwarf leads them to Christopher Lee. Um. Yeah, and Christopher Lee, apparently he's made some uh, contacts when he went off to go see. So it's like he, he's like, this is uh, party member number one, party member two, number two, and party member number three. We got a whole party to hunt down vampires. One's a priest, one's a handyman, one's a, I don't know, poet. We don't know. Um, they're just guys who have had ill. They've, they have beef with the werewolves. Like it killed their family members. Yep. So, you know, these, these three guys are in the group. So now we have Benny, Jen, Dwarf. Uh, Christopher Lee and three dingleberries, you know, who are, <laughs> who are here to help fight. But I like that because it kind of adds to like a little bit of like more mystique, and it helps. I'm like, oh, there's gonna be more body count. Yeah, Good, you know, we need. We, I was count. I was happy about that. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Da-ba, 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 da. Okay, uh, Marshall, I need your help here. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Quality so, programming, it's best. Yes, it us. is. <laughs> so he assigns the men to look after um, 
Jenny and Ben and basically saying, hey, we need to lay low. Don't make any scenes. Um, and, you know, I got to have patience. We're going to kind of stalk the area, kind of see what's going on. And Ben's like, I don't have any patience. It's like, well, no shit. Because during the festival, the full moon, Ben decides, you know, hey, you know, uh, I think I'm going to go and try and find the killer myself. Uh, he takes the dwarf with him. And they're like, hey, we're going to go fuck him up. Leaves Christopher Lee, <laughs> leaves the group, leaves Jenny. Like, leaves them all. Like, ah, we're all gonna, we're gonna go on our own. We're gonna go fight Strebo or Sturbo on our own. I keep saying Strebo. Um, <laughs> uh, bah, 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 bah. doesn't want to wait for Stefan. He leaves Jenny with the bodyguard. He takes off with a Romanian dwarf. Um, oh, he's Romanian. His name is, uh, Vasile. Lucille. Yeah. Vasile. Vasile yeah. or something like that. Vasile. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, Vasile and Ben make their way to Sturba's castle. Vasile gives Ben some special wax to put in his ears and protect him against Sturba's hypnotic spells. Is it wax? Because they look like teeth. So they, yeah, they, they're they're chunks of wax from a particular candle. Apparently, that comes up later. Okay, um, they just but all right. At one point, they look like fucking teeth. They look yeah. like magical teeth, not wax. <laughs> but they stick them into their ears. Yeah. Um, there's a wolf guard, <laughs> a wolf guard standing there, and uh, Vasile. He's fucking handy with a knife because from a distance, the little guy chucks a knife, probably a good 30 feet, hitting the guard, killing him. Like He's like, yeah! <laughs> As he's running to go get his knife, the dwarf jumps in the air and clicks his heels. And I'm like, this guy's fucking awesome. He did not have to do that. He did that because he was like, wanted to make Ben happy. Like, check it out. I'm a dwarf clicking my heels. <laughs> and that's why you follow a dwarf. And that's why you follow a dwarf. That was so awesome. Um, but as soon as he gets in the front guard, as soon as they kill the, the guards, uh, Sturba has alerted their presence and dude, is she pissed? She gets up with some crazy voodoo staff and some sweet ass 80s sunglasses and, <laughs> and starts to chant like those, her outfit. Can we just talk about her outfit for a second. Of course we can, please. Yeah. So she, we, well, the only time we've seen her is like naked or whatever, but now she's wearing this, like, it's like a corset. Or like a one-piece swimsuit with these boots that come up all the way to her ass, but it's not part of her outfit. No. It's separate boots with like arm clasps, a cape on, her hair is gigantic, and her teased, titties are pushed up. Teased out to the moon. It's yeah. such a crazy look, and she's got and she's this- got like black like Ray-Ban sunglasses on. Big, huge ones like that take up a big yeah. portion of her Giant face. Sunglasses. Very 80s looking, and she's got this- voodoo kind of staff with a vampire werewolf thing on it it looks like it looks like a bat but with the body of a wolf with big wings on it it's so weird so strange i I, kind of dig it it's incredible yeah it's it's a really unique sight yeah she gets up with that crazy voodoo staff and sweet sunglasses like i said and starts chanting and then this chanting is making werewolves pop up all around them. All around. So, again, it's another bang, bang, boom. Ah, There's just, just pandemonium going on. Uh, ben and Vasile try and run away. But Vasile f- falls over. And as soon as he hits the ground, boom, both his earplugs pop out of his head. Yeah. And he starts grabbing his head going, ah, 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 just freaking out. He, uh, Ben's trying to help him, but he's like, go run, help Jenny, save him. Ah, and he, he basically shoes him off. Yeah. Ben hits the road. Vasile is still running around, try, but he gets up and he runs. He seems to be okay for enough. 
But she starts to chant more and chant more and chant. And he's, as she's chanting, he's grabbing his head. He's like, ah! We get a close-up of his face. No Blood is running down his nose. His teeth are all messed up. He's squeezing the side of his head. And it chants so much that his eyes fucking explode out yes, of his head. they fucking do. It's so awesome. <laughs> eyes explode out from his head from chanting because his magic wax teeth thing popped out. And again, this is another weird ass where like what? What so howling or her chanting causes your head your eyes to explode. I, I got a solution. You see these fingers? <laughs> they fit really well into those ear holes, buddy. They probably do a better job than wax. I think what is their comfort and what's the range on that? And why is she he the only one that suffers from it? Like wouldn't all the townspeople then be like having their eyes explode yeah, out of their head? Who, who, we don't know the reach. There's no, yeah. there's no explanation for why it's just him or and Ben because he had to wax. Like, yeah. why does it only affect them? Like, <laughs> it's so insane. <sighs> but Ben escapes. He he yeah. goes back to the town trying to find Jenny. But you know, when you ditch her, she might leave, pal. So she's he can't find her. He meets back up with Christopher Lee. And Christopher Lee's like, "Well, you fucked up." You know. You're just, <laughs> Why did you do that? And he's like, "Well, because I wanted to." Get... Okay, well let's 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 go suit up. And they they go in and they start getting their their weapons. It's like, here's a titanium dagger. Here is a hatchet. Here is a you know different things. And he goes, you know, Ben to his credit, it's all like small knives or bizarre you know medieval weaponry. Yeah. And he goes, "Do you have any more conventional weapons?" He's like, oh yes, <laughs> holy water. Like what? <laughs> more titanium. <laughs> And this, a fucking ancient gun. <laughs> so he looks like he was from World War One or sooner. And it Ben's like, yeah, I'll take that. USA, USA. <laughs> More conventional weapon. Yeah, here's holy, holy water. water. The most conventional weapon. <laughs> it's like, oh, some, like... The, the mystical oil like some oil enchantments things like yeah. there's there's more it's like the most ridiculous quote-unquote conventional weapon that's nothing like where was like in my understanding we're never affected by a holy water that was a vampire thing like, or an exorcist thing not not a vamp not a werewolf thing i i just wish someone would be like uh excuse me that just makes them smell like wet dog and stefan i gotta let you know that that is for vampires that's not gonna work <laughs> on werewolves so uh you know just gotta help you out there. i think you guys vampire and werewolf hunting kits mixed up yes is, uh, so right yeah <laughs> well i have this leftover for my vampire days it, it'll probably day. work <laughs> <laughs> let's give it a shot <laughs> so we're looking for Jenny can't find her because Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block has gone off with one of the hotel guys who was supposed to keep an eye on her, but he turns out to be one of Sturba's werewolves. And he gets really horned up for her and says, I want to make love to you. Yeah, out in oh, the yeah, woods. Yeah, I forgot about this guy. He got knocks her down and tries like starts getting on top of her, but he gets grabbed by a hairy werewolf and dragged off, and we hear Sturba goes, Teach him some discipline. <laughs> Sturba Sturba is now has Jenny. Mm-hmm. And they are really into like S&M stuff, man. Teeth yeah. discipline, dragging him off. and sh- He's getting some whipping. So she leaves with Jenny, and we cut back to the werewolf coven, but for some reason we're splicing in shots of the club at the yes. beginning of the movie. So we have the werewolf coven where there's almost like an orgy going on, yes. where all the ladies in the le- le- leather are like writhing around and... 
you know, the American werewolves getting all horned up. Sturba sitting in some throne as they're all writhing around her. And then we cut to the club scene. So it sounds... It's yes. Because this is playing again. Yeah. This is playing while they're all writhing around, but they're showing pictures of the coven and then pictures of the club cutting back and forth. So it's really weird. Yeah. So it's like, did they transport the club to the coven? You know? Yeah, I, ne- I thought that was so weird too. Like, wait, we're in Transylvania. That club was in L.A. What's what's happening? And yeah. why is why is that band still playing? <laughs> That's the longest set ever. So we cut then to the B Squad hunters, basically the three and Christopher Lee on their way. <laughs> the Those, this is what I call them, the B Squad Expendables because <laughs> they're all fucking old. Every single one of these guys are old except for Ben. And they're they're trucking through they're they're on their way to the castle and are they in a fucking jungle? Because the sound effects that they use in the background is like <laughs> And we're supposed to be in Transylvania. Yeah. Where is the howling noises? All of it is so much like jungle noises. Like there's like wild you know, like birds in the background, and it's the middle of the night in no Transylvania. Night. I'm like, come on. I didn't know there were howler monkeys in Transylvania. <laughs> so as they're trucking through, they start getting attacked by werewolves, and holy shit, is this awesome. They start, they're they're fighting off werewolves, so it's the three yes. helpers, Christopher Lee and Ben, and they're all fighting off werewolves. Bang, bang, slice, you know, howl. It's, it's madness. It's going on so much, and it's uh, awesome. It's pretty cool. Uh, again, uh, uh, they show, like, close-ups of their throat getting but slit there's so many. Like, where are all these werewolves coming from? There's so there's many. so many. We don't know who they are or what they're, no, yeah. Like, I just can't believe, I was like, okay, I get, okay, you have a cult of werewolves, but it would make more sense of like, okay, a cult. There's so many of them having an orgy right now. Yeah. It's like, there's. It's like, not like they're alerted, like, hey, stop fucking and get to killing. This is you more know? than a cult now. This is like a whole town. Like, town of werewolves. Like, it's, they're everywhere. And they kind of made it look like these supposed to be werewolves, big, scary, all they're going to kill. No, these werewolves get. Handled pretty handled easily. Pretty fucking easily. Like, there's, they're not scary. And like I said, most of them look like apes. And like, play on the apes when they're running around. They don't look were, werewolfish. And they just getting destroyed. Like, these old guys, the old farts are taking out, yeah. like, a horde of werewolves easily. And it's pretty cool. But one of them does bite the dust. One of them yes. does get killed. Yeah. Um, and as they, they kick ass, and it's funny because the werewolves go away, but then they come back one more time, like a charge, a second charge. And again, it fails. So the the group keeps going towards the mount or towards the castle and as they go one one werewolf pops up out of a ditch grabs one of the guys and pulls him down and Christopher Lee instead of saying hey let's try and save him and let's shoot the werewolf off of him or get him off there he's like no takes out i don't know the holy hand grenade <laughs> throws it down and they all run away boom just explodes <laughs> To take out one werewolf and your buddy. (laughs) Huh? Like, we just saw you guys dispatch, like, 20 werewolves. No problem. problem. One guy got lost. One guy gets grabbed. They're like, oh, no, we can't save him. (laughs) They throw the hand grenade. Boom. (laughs) Blows them up. It would have made more sense if they would have done like a bunch of a big dog pile werewolves yeah. on one guy. Then, yeah. but it was like that poor asshole. Chris Rose was like, "I didn't get to use this earlier. I don't know if I'll get another chance." Boom! I've been waiting years to use this. 
Oh, God. This is for eat my tapioca pookie at bingo. Oh, it's so crazy. And then it just gets weirder, guys, because we cut back. <laughs> we, we see Jenny in the in the coven. She's strung up. For some reason, now she's covered with blood. Um, yeah. and it's, but she's not bleeding. Nope. She's just got blood all over her. So I don't know if there was a missing scene or anything like that. The drone wolf earlier said, we're going to make you one of ours. Mm-hmm. But now we see him going to the hallway, and he's having a fucking conniption fit. He's just freaking out. He's like, ah, ah, ah. He's like partly transformed, and he can't keep it in his pants. <laughs> no, he can't. He can't keep his wolf transformation in his pants. And the American werewolf girl's like, dude, calm down. you got to <laughs> get yourself together. She doesn't have very many lines. This is it. She's just like, get your shit together, man. <laughs> We, we got people coming here. Stop freaking out. He's like, ah, ah. He just looks like your drunk asshole friend being too crazy at the bar and you're trying to calm him down. Get your shit together and like, whatever, I do what I want. Look, titties. You know, like, you've been there. Yeah. I've been there. So we've all been in that mm-hmm. situation. <laughs> but yeah, it's like trying to corral your drunk ass werewolf friend. <laughs> um, It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah so Christopher Lee says that he has to make the rest of the journey on his own Uh, Ben is like yeah uh, okay well I'm gonna go find Jenny you take on Sturba we're good so the old man priest that's the only one left out of the three early ones and Christopher Lee go off into the castle and try and find Sturba the old man priest finds the bad bitch herself first but he doesn't last too long when all of a sudden he comes in with an axe. He's like, you need, I will kill you. And he takes two steps and Sturba just tosses the voodoo stick at him yep. with the weird bat on him. And it grabs onto his mouth and holy shit. It's so bonkers. It, the, the, this is insane. The little figure on the staff mm-hmm. is alive yes. and starts fucking his face up. <laughs> Either by fucking or just clawing. He's just like, it looks like he's humping into yeah. his face. And then it just, and he shoots in tentacles or something into his mouth. His eyes are turning red. He's ripping his whole face apart. He starts pulling out his tongue and all kinds of crazy. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? It looks so bizarre, but I kind of love it. <laughs> it's epic. It's pretty fucking. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> can't even with that one. It's shoving something in his mouth. I have no idea what's happening, but it's great. And the goddamn werewolf lady goes strutting off. And Jesus Christ, does she keep her body tight? This is where I saw her walking away, and I was like, yeah. Sturba? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sturba's body is pretty, pretty smoking. Yep. Pretty so good. now we have, we go back to Jenny, and Aiden comes the drone werewolf who's freaking out, can't keep it in his pants, like, ah, ah. It looks like he's about to eat Jenny, and the American werewolf lady goes, Stop it! Cut it out! She starts whipping him. Whipping him. She literally starts fucking whipping him. She starts whipping him. (laughs) (laughs) Just starts whipping the shit out of him. And they're fighting because he wants to eat Jenny, but the American werewolf lady's like, No, you're not going to eat Jenny. And while they're bickering... In comes Ben. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Blows a hole through the head of the drone guy. I mean, it's a slow motion shot of the back of his head exploding, which is pretty awesome. And he stabs the American werewolf chick in the chest with a blade, killing both of them. Very unceremonious deaths. Mm-hmm. He just gets the drop on him. like, bang, bang, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and these two main characters are gone just like that. God damn it. Ben frees Jenny, and they make a run for it. Um... 
we cut to <laughs> Steph, and so they're they're making a run for it. Christopher Lee then enters Sturba's lair, and the twos the two start to size each other up. Sturba reveals that that Christopher Lee and her are siblings. Yeah. There's the big shock. There's your big drop. I'm like, bum, what? Bum, like, what? So he's like, you could what? never, you could never resist me, brother. And is, is she implying that there was some, uh, yeah, <laughs> ancestral siblings going on? Like I mean, some Alabama type siblings? The implications going on? are weird. And maybe that's why Christopher Lee's like, I've got to kill her. No one, <laughs> no one can know. No one can know my dirty thing <laughs> and I banged my hot sister. <laughs> no shit. God damn it. So she begins casting a spell. On Christopher Lee, and it's this this really shitty '80s effect of like crappy drawn on lights, mm-hmm. and the whole time he's he's mentally telling himself, "This cannot happen. You need to be strong. Don't fall for her tricks. She's pulling you in. The power of Christ compels you. Don't give in to the <laughs> pussy." You know. <laughs> but he seems to be drawn closer and closer to her. He finally walks up to her. They embrace, and as they're embracing. Christopher Lee ain't playing that shit. No, he ain't. pulls out a titanium dagger and wham, stabs <laughs> it right into Streba. Streba, <laughs> you're right. And they start to wah, wah, like kind of sway back and forth, and boof, they burst into flames. <laughs> All while Christopher Lee is reciting, I don't know, more poetry or something <laughs> in slow motion. Holy shit, this is weird. Yeah. They go up in flames. They're dead. Ben and Jenny run through the... Like, they escape the castle, run through the festival. There's a band playing on top of the stage, and Ben jumps up onto the stage, points a pistol right at the nose of a violin player. It's like, which way to America? (laughs) What an asshole. Which way to the airport in right. America? Nope. <laughs> he has the head like, fucking jump on stage. Right on stage in front of everyone. Gun right against the nose of the guy. <laughs> and I do love the guy's reaction. He just doesn't say a word. Just with the bow of his violin. It's like pointing behind him. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bunch of assholes ruined the party. Fucking American. Fucking American. <laughs> American assholes. <laughs> now I'm thinking of that scene in Kickbox where it's like, you lose, American, American asshole. <laughs> We see a plane take off, and we assume that's Ben and Jenny. <laughs> so we cut to the scene where Jenny and Ben are acting like idiots in their house, and they're handing out Halloween candy, and they're like, she's jumping on his back, and they're goofing, and it's like, it's they're really, like, showing how happy and silly they are. Yeah. It's, it's a little extreme. They're handing out trick-or-treat. There's a trick-or-treater at the door, and it's dressed like a wolf, but it's a really good-looking wolf costume yeah. for, for a kid. Mm-hmm. And they're both like, oh, shit. You know, they give the kid candy. The kid's like, thanks. Oh, and then walks away. And Jenny's like, you know what? I got to check. I think it's the kid of the guy who just moved in next door. Let's go double check. They knock on this guy's door. And it's this weird little like German or priest. And he's like, how you doing? (laughs) Welcome neighbors. It's like, hey, yeah, we just want to say hi. You know, your kid came by. Kid, child, I don't have a son. I am a bachelor. I don't know what you're talking about. That's exactly what he's talking about. No, that's pretty spot on. And they're they're like, okay, will you come in? No. Maybe later. I hope so. I hope so. As he backs away. What the fuck? That's so creepy and weird. Yeah. 
And then like we we like freeze frame on Jenny's face as that music hits from the LA club pops oh, back yep. up. Yep, let's get that going. Here's the full version of it. That music pops back up. Turn turn that down a little bit as I talk All over right. it. Because that comes up and while that's happening, we kind of have a recap of the whole movie. The whole movie. They start showing images of what happened, everything that's going on, and the thing that's the most cool and captivating is while <laughs> this is going on, every couple of seconds we hear whoosh, and oh, it's yeah, Sturba. Yeah. It's it, this is the clip you're t- it, you can hear her ripping her shirt off. It, I mean, there, there goes. it is. There it is. There yeah, it is again. <laughs> and she's it's her. They just show her ripping her top off when she was about to do the orgy. And whenever she rips her top off, they pop to a different character doing, like, a reaction in the movie. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like they're reacting to her titties coming out. (laughs) And it's so awesome. (laughs) It's so cool. And it goes on and on and on. Best ending to a movie ever. (laughs) And that is howling to your sister's a werewolf. That's it. (laughs) So awesome. All right. I'm going to let this play. No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap it up. All right. Well, um, one thing um, we forgot to mention, we didn't talk about, and I can't believe we skipped over it, is somewhere, somehow, Sturba uses her magic to bring back the silly as like a minion dressed as like a gesture or something like that because he gets caught and like wait sorry my dog's barking upstairs but he's like got no eyes now but he's been like made into like her minion or something i don't remember that at all and i saw this movie twice yeah i saw it twice but i know that happened somewhere i'm pretty sure it was this movie like she, well it must have happened really quick because i mean i i, I, I totally missed it yeah totally like, missed it I think, yeah i think it was happening with jenny or jenny I don't know, but somehow so that little the silly guy gets brought back as a weird, evil. I don't know. It's fucking strange. I, yeah. Fuck it. I, I'm not. I don't remember enough of it to, to really. But I know it happened somewhere. Um. All right. So that's the movie. All right. Let's move on to favorite kill. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. So I don't know where I'm going with this week. I don't know. There are some pretty good kills. There are some good kills in this movie. But I think it's obvious for me, it's got to be uh, the dwarf with his eyes exploding. Yeah. That is such a crazy, weird scene. I love it. He's just freaking out. Sturba's doing her weird chant with her crazy outfit. He's freaking out. His face, like, they have the close-up of his face, and it looks like it's compressed. It looks like it's crushing. There's blood coming out of it. And all of a sudden, bam! His eyeballs fucking explode. It's so awesome. That's my favorite kill. Yeah, I think I'm probably right there with you. I think that's where I'm going this week too, uh, as well as the, the eye exploding eyeballs out of your head thing. Um, so I th- I'm going to agree with you on this week. So we're gonna we're gonna honorable mention is the weird voodoo stick death. Yeah, thing. that's that, a crazy weird one too. Um, all right, so let's move on then. This brings brings us to odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes has a 31% on the thermometer with a 14% audience score. Wow, that's low. But Amazon, 4 out of 5. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, plot keywords. I did write some down this week for this one. 
Um, so <clears throat> bestiality, kinda <laughs> titillation, yeah, orgy, yeah. So based on those previous two, this last one could go either way. Exploding head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trivia, there's actually a lot of trivia I found for this. Um, so, um, so apparently the name of the Wiccan pagan witchcraft chant that they do is Eco Eco Azarak, Azarak, which is also known as the witch's chant and the Eco Eco chant. Apparently it's a real thing. Um, this film was released six years after the source novel by Gary Brandner, uh, upon which it's only very loosely based on. Uh, it had been first 1979. Um, and it's basically this movie has almost nothing to do with the actual book, um, but does introduce the Eastern European customs of Romania into the werewolf mythology of the book. Cool. Um, the Bible passage that Christopher Lee reads is the prologue in verses two through five of chapter 17 in book of revelations. Just for you. Uh, oof, just, Okay, so basically, supporting this, this movie was inspired by new wave eroticism, according to director Felipe Mora. Uh, Quotes, uh, shooting the Soviet, the then-controlled Soviet-controlled Prague and Czechoslovakia offered difficulties. Director Felipe Mora's government-assigned assistant director knew nothing of filmmaking. Mora had to literally import trash from America to clutter the clean communist streets. Interesting. When a local casting call went out looking for punks, a thousand individuals arrived, resulting in the local authorities calling in both the police and military. Mora was advised by an army colonel, you can finish shooting the scene, but they have they will have to leave in groups of no more than three. Weird. Yeah. Uh, in the original cut by director Felipe Mora, the ending credits at Civil Day. Okay, here we go. Uh, the original cast had her stripping of her dress five times. While War Mora was making Death of a Soldier in 1986, he got a call from the producer who was in awe of the shot of Sybil stripping and requested they could change this from five to 17 <laughs> during the ending credits. They do. <laughs> Mora replied, well, if you're crazy enough to do it, go ahead. And they fucking did. I love it. Because she literally rips off her top 17 times in the credits. It's so awesome. If there's anything you're going to do with this movie, watch the ending. <laughs> because it's basically a recap of the whole movie yeah. with titties exposed 17 times. Yep. Uh, director Felipe Mora stated that the image of Sybil Danny wearing the sunglasses as Sturba was so iconic in this movie that this started the trend in the 1980s horror movies where sunglasses became common. And they're quoting, they're taking credit for this for most notably the Lost Boys, which I think is a stretch. I think so too. I think it's just the '80s, dude. Yeah, I think it's just the '80s. Uh, Babel, we already talked about Babel. We'll move on. That's the punk band. Uh, Joe Dante, director of Howling One, was never offered the chance to direct this movie. The rights to the book Howling Two was owned by one of the producers and Gary Branner, the author of the book. Branner, who was not a huge fan of Dante at the time was not likely going to consider him to make the sequel after his displeasure with the director loosely adapting the first Howling novel, which is weird because this one's even worse than the first one based on the book. Yeah. Uh, director Felipe Mora said that, Sir, Christopher Lee felt that Reb Brown and Annie McEnroe were so bad in their roles that Lee was often offset frequently in a way as if he were wishing himself away from being in this movie. <laughs> So Ben and Jenny were so, so bad, bad. he's just like, Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, there were plans to have the character Marsh 
Marsha Quist from The Howling return in this movie. However, Elizabeth Brooks did not want to do this. According to rumors, she had just been diagnosed with brain cancer or according to another account, she was too thrilled. She was not too thrilled with her nude scene in the first movie. According to the website, one website, Joe Dante assured her that she would be pretty much concealed by the fires and the miracles of trick photography. However, she was quite rather surprised to see herself in living color in the shot. Needless to say, she was not happy. So Marsha Quist was replaced with the character Marianne, played by Marsha A. Hunt, which is the black girl. So gotcha. that's the one right. that got replaced somebody else. Uh, according to director Felipe Mora on recent commentary, when the crew arrived in Soviet-controlled Prague, he asked the local authority for a location to shoot the werewolf's lair. To a surprise, he was taken to a Catholic church and was shown the crypts, the church's crypt. He loved the location but felt uneasy about doing sex scenes to contain nudity and killings in a church. So he went to the priest to tell him about what they were going to do. And much to his surprise, the priest gave his permission. He was taken aback and asked the priest, isn't this considered desecration? To which the priest replied, absolutely. But we've been asking the Soviets to allow a bishop from the Vatican to come visit us for years. And now... They have to for sanctification. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, he received a call from a priest informed that he called the bank and they gave him the go-ahead. Felipe Mora also said that the Soviets were impressed with him for not caring about shooting in a religious building as they disliked the church and would do anything to annoy the Vatican. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Love it. Uh, Sybil Dan was tired of having to go topless or nude so often in movies and wanted to remain clothed for this one. Producers disagreed, but in the end, a compromise was reached where Danny would do a single topless shot. She was very angry and watching the finished film to see the any credits which featured it 17 times. How could you be upset with that? It was so awesome. Uh, the reason behind Sybil, Sybil Danny wearing those sunglasses was because she arrived on set one day and said she was not sure what to do because she had conjunctivitis. So director Felipe Moore said, here, wear these sunglasses. The bitch had pink eye. <laughs> she protested because the scene was indoors. And Felipe told her, Sybil, you're the queen of the werewolves. You can wear whatever you damned well like. Yes. <laughs> when the werewolf suits. Oh, Harry, this is where we talk about. This explains why they're so fucking bad. When the werewolf suits finally arrived for the shoot, they were contained in a crate marked 20th Century Fox. Planet of the Apes. No shit. Director Felipe Mora was horrified to find he had been sent monkey suits, <laughs> which we literally said they looked, looked like, like plan- fucking yes. monkeys. And I said, like, look, Planet of yes. the Apes. And, dude, I had, no, I had no idea. I had no clue. He quickly contacted a producer who replied, you're talented. You'll make it work. Mora tried to get his point across that the monkey suits were impossible to pass off as werewolves, only to have the producer hang up on him. Stuck with monkey suits, Sir Christopher Lee overheard the dilemma and came up with the idea to help make the ape-looking werewolves work with the improvised line. The process of evolution is reversed. Uh, director Felipe Mora loved the idea and said this movie became noted by one critic for being the only werewolf movie not to have the phase, or is the only werewolf movie that has the phase phrase man monkey wolf <laughs> as <laughs> evolution or something um sir christopher lee was casting gremlins 2 the new batch one of the first things he did was apologize to director joe dante who had directed the Halloween one for being in this movie <laughs> christopher lee also stated in an interview that at the time of the movie of the movie's american release that his reason for accepting roles because he had never appeared in a werewolf movie before yeah i saw so that one that was movie. funny but He's like, it, oh, I haven't done a werewolf movie before. And unfortunately, sure. this was his first one, and it was miserable for him. Amateurs. 
Uh, and this was just a cool fact about Christopher Lee that makes it, this is really cool. So director Philip, uh, Felipe Mora did not know that Sir Christopher Lee was a war hero in Czechoslovakia where they filmed. This was not something that was, he, uh, he was allowed to talk about, but during world war two, he was part of an intelligence agency. And so when they showed up to film this movie in Czechoslovakia, he was greeted with a hero's welcome at the airport when they arrived. That's when Felipe first found out about his past how he had been involved with killing one of the top Nazi officials, Reinhard Heydrich, and uh, and everything. Felipe couldn't believe it. On one day, he took Felipe to Prague to visit a church. He remembers Sir Christopher Lee saying, Dear boy, please come with me and let me tell you about what I've seen. And then he then took Felipe inside to the basement and proceeded to tell him a story about how this was the place where people had been trapped by the Nazis and some very terrible things occurred here. It was such a profound moment for Felipe because he realized just from where Christopher, Christopher's gravitas came, he had seen true horror firsthand in his lifetime, and he used that in his performances. He was also a Nazi hunter for a couple of years after World War II. Goddamn! Christopher lived such, such an intriguing, complicated life that most people don't have any idea who he was beyond being such an iconic actor. And that's what led him to make that documentary titled Nazi Hunter. That's some like that. baller-ass shit, yeah. man. I didn't know that. Chris Lee's a fucking Nazi hunter, man. God damn, he's awesome. Yeah. I always liked Chris Lee, but he's gone up way bigger now. Yeah. So that Nazi was, hunter. Nazi Legit hunter. Legit Nazi hunter. Yeah. Fucking A, awesome. Yeah, so uh, that's the trivia I got for this week. Uh, so let's move on to Mortal Kombat Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. In the end, when the dust settles, who will be left standing after Mortal Kombat Combat? All right. So, 317 total reviews on Amazon. 68% are five star, with only 11% being one star. Kind of surprised by that big of a gap, to be honest. Eh. Uh, from Electro Addict, starting with five stars. Howling 2, your sister is a witch and a vampire. <laughs> This is my favorite of the Howling movies. It's so cheesy and ridiculous. It's awesome. Christopher Lee and Red Brown team up to fight werewolves with garlic, sacred earplugs, and holy water. There are a lot of fun special effects here, as well as ample amounts of gore nudity. I think Howling 2 might also break the record for the f- most full moon shots in a single film. I see the moon over a dozen times at least. It's dumb. Sybil, Sybil Danny's great in this flick as an oversexed werewolf priestess. She somehow maintained her sexiness, even when the effects department glued a bunch of werewolf fur to her chest. The soundtrack's also great. The one song that gets played over and over and over again is very catchy and varies 80. Very 80s. Five stars all around. Uh, from Cynical Misanthropy. Uh, greatest terrible movie ever. The original Halloween is still one of my favorite, all-time favorite werewolf movies ever. I remember back in the 80s seeing this at the video store and couldn't wait. Well, it's Marvelous in total opposite way. Even the mighty Christopher Lee was said to feel terribly, terrible, uncomfortable with the acting. Props are, props are terrible. Costumes are terrible. Acting is terrible. But in a troll two way, it's incredibly enjoyable. The greatest talent other than Mr. Lee is the house band and the 
song title, which they play over and over and over. Sybil Danning adds a couple of golden globes to the final mix, too. Overall, <laughs> hilariously terrible movie, five stars. From Jad, J.D., it succeeds at failing in uh, failing in a way that films like Sharknado could only dream of doing. Also, some of the practical effects aren't bad. Five stars. Lux La Femme. You want horrible plot? This movie's got it. You want hilarious sex scenes? This movie's got it. You want Christopher Lee being so serious as to not laugh his butt off? This movie's got it. So, ladies and gentlemen, grab your favorite guy or girl, pop some popcorn, try all natural. It's better for you. And get ready for some of the most camp one movie is allowed. Five stars. Hmm. Last two from Martin. Martinez, I love this movie. It's a really good movie. I watched it a whole lot. Just a good, scary movie. Five stars. Okay. Patrick McRae. I don't need Josh Whedon, thank you. Not with Howling 2 on the scene. In every sense, a gem. We need more films like it. Five stars. Did Joss Whedon do a werewolf movie? I don't he know. did Buffy. Buff- I think that's his, he's, we yeah. don't need Buffy the okay. vampires. Yeah, I think he's doing that. From one star reviews, now other side of the coin, from Hot Buttered Soul. Oh, the horror. Watching a Farrah Fawcett look like wannabe running in the woods in slow motion. This is so, so bad it was hilarious. Oh, well, I guess I'll continue with the others. Howling 6 was just as bad. One question for you, Amazon Prime. Why do you have this ridiculous Howling series without the only decent one? The original movie? One star. From Ani. I just don't understand why they did this. Why? This movie is terrible. Absolutely ridiculous. The Howling original was really good back in the day. Why couldn't they leave well enough alone? If you've never watched this movie, please don't bother. You are not missing anything. Believe me, two thumbs way down. One star. Jesse, awful, awful, awful. This is nothing but a Satanist wet dream. <laughs> hey, man. Okay. It, was, it, was, it was endorsed by the church. Okay, they asked permission. The church, the church, the Catholic church said, Go for it. Go for it. (laughs) So fuck you. (laughs) From Luffy, this movie is an example of when you have an awesome first film, but for some reason you decide to go cheap in the sequel, and it sucks. There's not one redeeming quality of this pile of crap. Character motivations don't make sense. The acting is atrocious. The werewolves are cheap-looking and laughable. The music sucks. Rock and roll is not scary, you morons. Why? Why in the world did did an actor of Christopher Lee's caliber agree to this movie one star? Because he needed a werewolf movie in his resume. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, or not lastly, CJ's Pirate. And this is a title review. Is Sometimes it's best to leave well enough alone. You know when Christopher Lee apologizes to a director about being in a movie, the movie carries some serious bad juju. Howling 2 is the epitome of a crappy movie from beginning to end. From the corniest special effect holdovers from an American werewolf in London to the stupid Buck Rogers-like woman's outfit to the really crappy dialogue, this movie offers the indiscriminate viewer a glimpse into dumbness. Oh, and let's not forget the overabundance dwarfs, not the cute Snow White ones, nor down-the-earth The Hobbit ones, pun included, and no intentional charge, no additional charge. Halloween 2 is a steep step into weird, not just step, but a full frontal face plant. Unless you're dying to see gratuitous TNA or Peter Lee screaming in a role, watch Howling 1 and uh, quit while you're ahead. One star. Now, here's what I found funny. The very next review on Amazon underneath this one um, is also by CJ's Pirate, titled, The best part of this movie happens five minutes after you turn it off, but it's the exact same review. Huh. So he, he, he 
put two reviews down, the exact, but changed the title of the reviews, but copy and paste the actual review. So he really wanted to get it out there. And lastly, from JT Snow, insanely stupid and essentially a 90-minute music video for Stephen Parsons and Babel, one star. So there's what people had to say about it. Aaron, I, 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 I'm surprised. I think I know where you're going with this, but uh, let's. So bad it's good. <laughs> I love this movie. I thought it was absolutely a fun ride the entire time. Right off the bat, I'm hooked. I'm like, Christopher Lee's in this? Fuck yeah. <laughs> in space? All right. <laughs> We're out of the bed. Your sister's a werewolf. Okay. <laughs> punk rock band. Weird punk rock band. Okay, awesome. Like 80s punk rock. It's a fucking fun. They go to Transylvania. There's werewolves jumping out left and right. Bang, bang, bang. Shoot, shoot, shoot. There's titties. There's the... It's, it's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Horrible effects. So corny. Bizarre. Strange. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> so bad, it's good. I, I gotta say, I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised, but I'm, I'm in a good way. That's fun. Now, I, on the other hand, I, I, I was torn. I was coming in thinking, you know, so bad, scary, because man, it, it's like a lot of negative reviews said. Like it is like so much stuff doesn't make any sense. The werewolf, no. the werewolf floor is just all over the place. There's no like. Rhyme or reason. Rhyme or reason to anything in this movie. Nothing makes sense. The characters are terrible. Their motivations are lackluster at best for any. If they even have them, they're never explained, really. Uh, it's it just. And then the, the, the werewolves look more like apes than wolves. Like nothing. It's just bad. The special effects are bad. The practical effects are pretty bad. But I kind of, the more I'm thinking about it, like and listening to your enthusiasm, like I'm kind of like. It is a trippy fucking ride, man. Like, there's so much weird shit. Like, werewolf orgies and, like, an army of werewolves that get taken out. Christopher Lee kills his friend with a grenade for really no reason. <laughs> the, the, him, him killing himself with Sturba on fire, which apparently they're siblings, which that came out of left field. Like, what the fuck? Like, she, because at one point they literally say, Sturba, she's hundreds of years old, like a vampire. Yes. Christopher Lee. That would make him immortal too, apparently. But he's why is he immortal? He's not aware. That's never explained. Like it doesn't make any sense. I, I want. I can't believe I what I have to talk. So yeah, Sturba, hundred year old, hundreds of hundreds of years old, like a vampire. She's eternal. Blah blah blah. And here's just a dude, but that's supposed to be your sister, like or, nothing, or sibling of some sibling, kind. It makes zero fucking sense. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I'm I'm changing my. I think I'm gonna go so bad it's good. Yeah. Just because at least at least for one viewing, I don't know if I'd watch a report, but at least watch it once because it's fucking insane. It's a great party movie. Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. It's kind of like watch one with friends and beers and and mm-hmm. just sit back and like laugh at it and its ridiculousness. Um, but yeah, I was really gonna say so bad it's scary, but I'm thinking. We had a lot more fun thinking and looking back. Yeah, I'm gonna say so bad it's good at least nice. for one viewing. Your dog, your dog loves it. My dog way. loves it. My dog won't shut up upstairs. Um, so anyway, um, that's going to do it for yeah, us man. this week, I think. Um, so you know what to do. Yeah, it's one more time just let's, for good measure. Just, just, just to beat you about the head and shoulders with this yeah, song. Yeah, just like the movie does. It does. But it's – you know what? I still don't mind it. Really? I still don't mind it. It's not bad. I got All so right. sick of this song. So sick of it. 
But alright. Alright, Moon Goons, you know what to do. Watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight!